What up, though? What up, though? You gotta sing it too. I gotta sing it. Yeah. All right. Do this shit over. <laughs> <laughs> what, what up, up though? Got a little harmony. Yeah, man. I'm still getting over a little, a little sore throat. So, dog, what is? Oh my. <laughs> Let's talk about that. What was like? I, I swear you like disappeared off the map. I'm like, where did this guy go? Yeah. I actually took a sick day from work. That's how bad it got. A sick day. And I don't, I don't never ask for sick days because yeah, I don't black know people to... don't take sick days. <laughs> we try to save them boys so we right. can get paid back. Yeah, that was like three weeks ago. Took a sick day, and then a week after that, I got re-sick. If that's possible, got that's even a word. And uh, I remember I woke up at like seven a.m. It's like, damn, I can't ask for another sick day. So I went to um, closest Walmart by the house, bought like a whole bunch of Tylenol, cold and flu. Am I safe to be here, actually? Yeah, I mean, that was, that was like two weeks ago when I had the Tylenol cold and flu on deck. I took like, I think I took like 12 pills that day. 12 pills. And I was a pill-popping animal. Yeah, and then like, you know how people got a coffee mug at work? Like they, uh, what is it, Contigo? A little, you know, coffee thing or whatever, hold like 20 ounces of liquid or whatever. Or the Yeti. Yeah. I had the, um, I had a whole half gallon of orange juice. And I'm just pouring it into like my t- Contigo cup. Are you sure it was just orange juice? Yeah, it was just orange juice. People, people thinking I'm sipping on coffee and meetings. I'm just drinking orange juice. It wasn't orange day. juice in Malibu. No, nah, it was orange. I wouldn't do that during work hours, man. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, so how savage you really, Jarrell? I wouldn't do that during work hours. My but man, yeah, I was. I'm still on cough drops a little bit though. I think I still sound a little bit congested. I'm trying. I mean, I can tell, but you definitely sound a lot better. Yeah, I hope so. I was like, this man is dying. I need yeah. to be air. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get Gabby a break. I got, I got tired. <laughs> but, uh, I got through it. I'm still getting through a little bit. But yeah, I'm glad you back. Yeah. So if y'all wondering why this is took so damn long, <laughs> nah, that's not on me. <laughs> the trail was sick, sick. That ain't my fault. Oh, nah, but this is this is episode 34. 34. So you got to go through the the famous 34s of the Mental Matters podcast. Yep. Here to redefine man up properly for the culture. Right. And whatever that means. <laughs> because mugs be like man up and I'd be like, how? And they'd be like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. well, what the? F- uh, anyway, yeah. 34. <laughs> so, in case y'all don't know or are unfamiliar, every week, I, well, every time I try to oust Jarrell knowing more numbers than him. Mm hmm. And since we're on 34, we're going to talk about the famous 34s. Or 34s, you can remember. Mm-hmm. So anybody that donned the number 34 jersey. So mm-hmm. I think you won last time. So you go first. Okay. You said I go first? Yeah. You won last time. You go first. Got it. If you keep the crown, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> you got Shaq with the Lakers. Okay. You got Ray Allen with the Bucks and the, and the Celtics. Sonics. I only count as one. I only count as one. Yeah, you <laughs> four. It's like four jerseys. No, you got uh, you got Barkley. Oh god damn it! Um, I know a baseball. You got Bo, Bo Jackson, right? Sure. What new one baseball? Was that with the Raiders? In body wore thirty four. He was with the Raiders. Oh my god! Bo knows this. Bo. Knows How many that. is that? You better keep counting. Got Bo, count. Shaq, Barkley, like Ray two. Allen. It's like two. Paul Pierce. Uh, five. Uh, Elijah Wan. Mm. I like Elijah Wan. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's a number. Oh, McDyke's on the Nuggets. You were 34, right? Antonio McDyke's on the Nuggets back in like 99, 2000. 
that counts. This would be impossible for me to win at this point. You got a... Uh, Matumbo wasn't 34, was he? Mm. It was 30 or 31, something like that. I don't know. I can't help you anymore. All right. I think I won, though. <laughs> you think you won? <laughs> How many was that? I was like six. Six. <laughs> All right, you go. Here we go. So you got Corliss Williamson. Shout out to the champs. Oh, I forgot about that. There you go. Slacker. I knew that too. Um, you got Giannis onto the Kumbo. Nah, come on. <laughs> no, you had your chance. And you took the easy ones, damn it. Uh let's see. Other number 34. Sean Livingston. How about that? Yeah. That's your team, ain't it? That's the Warriors. Slacker. You're retiring, though. Oh, well, you know. Um, 34. I think Walter Payton. Yeah. Take that. Bears. You got many, four. Is that four? Yeah. Number 34. Um, son of a bitch. <laughs> I feel like I know more than this. Uh... I don't know. How long I got? <laughs> what? 30 more seconds. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I went 30. Fuck this. I'm not, I'm not about to lose. I think you wrote those down, to be honest with you. Nah. Um, I'm trying to go through the teams in my head. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> I don't want to see shit I got. No. Uh, Tobias, yeah. when he was a Piston, yeah. and the Sixers. I mean, with the uh, Clippers. That's wild. And, God damn it. If you tie, you can win. I'll give you that. <laughs> Some, <laughs> don't play me. Uh, 34, 34, 34, 34, 34, 34. You said all the good ones. I fucking hate you. No, you said that guy already. There was somebody. I fucking had it in my head. I don't know. <laughs> I suck. I lose again. Because you came up the gate with the easy ones. <laughs> it was two more that I knew of. Didn't um, Jason Williams wear 34 for the Kings? Son of a bitch. And then you had... Uh, or- Corliss wore it for the no, Kings, too. 34. Maybe wore 50, 55, 56. No, Corliss did for the Kings, okay. though. Okay. Devin Harris was the only other one I could think of. Fuck that. For the Mavs. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Yep. I lost. <laughs> I'm going to beat your ass next time. Watch me. You get to go first next time, so you probably will. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> so we're here for another episode of the Mental Matters Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, It is the beginning of fall. Mm-hmm. So... Man. One of the best times of the year. Dog, summer's gone. Yeah. I ain't do shit either. Do you miss it or not? I really? do. There's summer. I know you're going to miss me. Before we've been together, like Mike Ayers and Christmas. That's tees. it. Bars. That's, that's what Polo Fleet is. Yeah, man. Big ups to Hope. <laughs> I got to listen to that now. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be in the car banging his gun. Yeah. It's going to happen. Mm hmm. Uh, September's interesting. I mean, you got the beginning of fall. It's getting darker early outside. It's, um, what? You got Suicide Prevention Month. Mm-hmm. Um, all the kiddies are back in school. Yep. 
college students and two. So big up to everybody going from hot girl summer to <laughs> uh, hot girl semester. <laughs> and all my fellas is trying to get them a, a dope ass nerd in the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. Stay yeah. in school, though. Don't just drop out. Try to get some ass. Yeah, it's you not got, it. You got to stay in school. Yeah. Yeah. That's the key. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but yeah, so it is, um, there's a bunch of other stuff going on. Um, one of the things I saw is, uh, my man's from when they see us mm-hmm. getting the Emmy yep. over the weekend. Mm-hmm. That was just dope because you never really get to praise black men unless we do something great. So yeah. big ups to you. His name is, what's that? Jarrell. I forget his last name. I forgot the last name. Too. God damn it. Yeah. Supposed to know everything. <laughs> I know it's Jarrell, though. Spelled way different than mine, but yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I, way way different than your I, uh, <laughs> I when I when I saw the video, so like I didn't I didn't literally like listen to the acceptance speech because I was at work, but I saw like the video mm-hmm. um, that somebody shared on Facebook. And uh I was amazed. Well, I was just say I was happy at like the support that he got from like all the other black men in the audience. Like mm-hmm. yeah, like I can't even think of the, uh, the actors' names that I saw, but it was, like, so many prominent, like, black actors were just standing up, and they were just, like, so happy. And I was just, like, that's what it's supposed to be about. Like, yeah. it's supposed to be there. It's not about us. It's about everything that's happening. It's not for us individually. It's everything that happened for us as, you know, as United Front. So. Yeah. Well, one more, yeah. well, one person win, we all win. Right. right. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. So, big ups to you and your accomplishments. And, yeah, hopefully get some more flicks and all that stuff. and. Mm-hmm. And uh, blow up in these streets and get your going, in, man. I still haven't. I I can't bring myself to watch it, but yeah. me neither. Yeah, you know I I tried. I was like, let me sit down and watch it. I got through like the first five minutes and I had to cut it off mm-hmm. just because I knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. So, but again, I muster enough strength one day. Just just not no time soon though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. also the season of binging things. <laughs> And I don't mean food. I more so mean TV shows. Yeah. So I don't have cable at all. But, okay. like, I've been legit binging, like, I, I, I caught up on Power up to season six. Mm-hmm. It only took me, like, an entire weekend. Okay. That sounds absolutely insane if you think about <laughs> how long those damn episodes are. You went from, what, like, season two to season six in, like, the two days, three days? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna say where I, where I did it at, but okay. whatever, they'll be yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, I still got stuff done. Okay, no comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I this apologize. Is... I was trying to push you out there like that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. What else? <laughs> I'm sorry. My performance evaluation probably better than some people's, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I binge watched This Is Us as well. Mm-hmm. That was sad. I'm still on season two. Man. I yeah. So if I'm in my feels a little bit right now, it's because. <laughs> Uh, Randall's the best dad in the world, and yeah. I love Jack forever because mm-hmm. I'm like, Jack can't be my daddy, please. Cause, mm-hmm. But then I realized, like, he can't. So, okay. yikes. Okay. <laughs> no sadness intended, though. <laughs> I'm a G. Okay. So, but yeah, uh, a lot of great shows are coming back on the air. People going to be, you know, staying glued to their TV sets, and mm-hmm. I'm just trying to drink more water. So, yeah. Uh, but the binging thing, I've been watching old stuff. Old so, stuff, like, like what? Like I've been watching The Office. The Office, um, yeah. Trying to catch it before I uh, get the boot off a uh, streaming service. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to January, but I'm I'm on season season eight, like episode seventeen. So Which I got seasons like seasons was it? Nine. Jesus, and Christ. it's like twenty two episodes. How long did it take nine. you to get to season eight? I think I started watching it like March. 
Oh, okay. So I've been doing like on and off. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, I've been watching it since like your birthday. I'm like, nah. okay, wait a minute, bro. <laughs> nah, it's been since March. Okay. Yeah, I pick it up and put it down sometimes. Yeah. I don't. I'm terrible. And then uh, I just started like two days ago watching uh, that 70s show. Okay. People always said it was funny. When it came out, I was it was it was corny to me. Like I was, I'm not watching. That. You know, you certain, there's certain things that you go back and watch and you appreciate it, mm-hmm. like the Golden Girls. Like I found myself binging Golden Girls with my wife, and mm-hmm. it is so damn hilarious. I love the Golden Girls. Yeah, it's like all this <laughs> all those little snarky jokes. I'm like, why didn't I catch this? <laughs> but oh, that's right, because I was all of like you know like three or something like that, right? Yeah, so yeah. whatever. But um, but yeah, I mean that's kind of a good segue because um. One of the biggest things is that we as black men, and when we talk about man up properly, you know, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, we don't tend to talk about the emotional part. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of shy away from it. Um, in fact, I know that um, we're probably like the most at risk when it comes to mental health issues, mm-hmm. but even the rates of like things such as suicide are just so through the roof because we tend to box everything in and then when it comes out we explode and you know we don't know how to compartmentalize or have those discussions so i just want to take our time this episode to just talk about like some of the i guess stigma behind like black men and their emotions Mm -hmm. and like you know how do we address that as a culture so like i will start with the question do you think that you're into with like your emotions a black man. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say yeah and no, if possible. So I, I know the answer to this for you. <laughs> I want the people to know because you recently texted me something and I was looking at this like, dog. I feel like crap because I wasn't thinking any of these things, <laughs> and this is like. You're like truly like a hopeless romantic, and it's pretty dope. <laughs> um, I, I think like depending on the situation, like so like me being like married and everything, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot for me to like still learn about like how to approach conversations like emotionally and not like like don't attack head on. Like mm-hmm. certain you get it's like a certain technique, certain tactic that you have to use. It's like a soft skill that's required mm. when when dealing like with conversations in marriage. Um. So I'm still learning that aspect of it. Even though I'm two years in, I'll never stop learning. Mm. And then, um, but for me, as far as, like, me knowing, like, how I feel on a daily basis or what makes me tick or me knowing what what certain words or certain people, like, trigger anxiety with me or trigger me to be angry, I know exactly what those things are. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So I, I would say, um, like, for instance, like, if I'm at work, and I'm just like sitting there trying to like do work or whatever, and um, I have my headphones in, and you know if someone talks to you like that's that's that triggers me. Like, why are you talking to me? See, I got my headphones in. I'm trying. I put my headphones in. I'm like in the zone. I'm trying to get this done by a deadline at this point. So I'm trying to block out everything. But here you come trying to ask me something that has nothing to do with me. Or um, another example with something that triggers me is like I'm trying to think of a good one. I guess I guess like when people. I hate hearing the term because you know we work as engineers. So when people say, "Oh, you got money," like 
That's something that really, really. Like, stop saying that shit. <laughs> you're an engineer. You got money. Oh, you you could you could afford it. Like whatever. I done like, failed like three or four classes, which means I had to pay for those classes. Too. Right, right. I'm broke, broke. It's like, like thirty five hundred a pop. Like leave me alone. <laughs> so that's that's one thing. It's just like I don't know. I just never liked the idea of somebody like counting like counting your money or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't really like having financial conversations with people that's not my wife. But at the same time, it's like if you're my bro or whatever. Like me and you. Like I won't mind you. Like hey, you know be more frugal at this point or whatever I see you spending I'll be like all right like Richard care about me but you know for somebody who I don't have that relationship with or like somebody just walks up to me like yo you dropped such and such on oh you got new Nikes on it's like nah don't don't do that Mm. I don't like all that so on a scale of one to ten when it comes to like you keep your emotions in check where you think you are ten being real good or real bad yeah ten like you on top of it one's like Oh my god! Like I ate the last piece of pie. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I'm a six because I six. I had this issue. That I'm trying I'm trying to be better um, within public. Is that like like you know like girls they have like the rest and be face. Like I have that issue where sometimes um, at work I'm getting better at it. Or um, I don't seem like I'm enthused, but it's not that I'm not enthused. It's just that I'm thinking, mm-hmm. and you know people's perceptions of you are become like reality for some reason. So I'm trying to be better with putting on like my poker face. So mm. that's 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 one thing that um, I hate that too, but it's part of being an adult, I guess. You know, that's fair. It's like I literally just got to work and I sat down, and it's they're like, "Oh, what happened? What's wrong?" It's like nothing. I'm just checking emails and I'm trying to respond. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you need garbage emails y'all sent me last night. That's what's wrong. Damn it. <laughs> so it's like nothing happened. I'm just literally just sitting here trying to figure out what I'm gonna do next, so I won't, you know, lose project progression or whatever. But you know. I actually get really triggered like when my phone rings, ah, yeah. especially my work phone, <laughs> and more importantly my work phone, because I'm like, uh, because yeah. more like you know, at the end of that call is somebody about to complain about what they're not getting from us and blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. and I should be like, oh Jesus Christ, yeah. or like you know when people, so first off, when people come to your office uh-huh. or come to your desk, and they go, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Creating you, that small talk. <laughs> you already know that it's either something really stupid or mm-hmm. some work stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know I'm here for work. I know I punched in to do work stuff, but <laughs> I have not even got my coffee yet. That's my biggest yeah. pet peeve. If you come to talk to me mm-hmm. before I get my coffee mm-hmm. or eat my breakfast. Yep. First off, I think it's funny that people eat breakfast at work because <laughs> I do that shit. But yeah. If you come to me before I even drink my coffee, oh, you, ooh, mm. you're not gonna, you're not gonna really get a good answer out of it. <laughs> it's not even gonna be rude. It's just that I'm not gonna process none of it. I'm just be like, damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. Like, period. But um, but you know, I I would say overall, just as far as like me keeping my emotions in check or not. I would love to be a perfect ten, but that's never happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I've gotten better, ish. I would say I'm about maybe like a, I'm like a five point five. Mm-hmm. I've gotten better though, like because for those stereotypical things, I'm a cancer, mm-hmm. so sometimes I like wear my heart on my sleeve a lot with certain people mm-hmm. or people in general, and then when you Basically, when you when I when I feel, realize I can't 
trust you with information or trust you with things, mm-hmm. I just shut down around you. Like the whole like back in the shell mentality, right? Yeah. Like the cancer of the crap. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, so I'm definitely that way. Mm-hmm. So yep. that part. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you give yourself a rating? I did five point five. Five point five. Okay. I got room to grow. Okay. My wife reads the hell out of me. She's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Oh fuck." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with me, and I think that's funny because it's like, it will it, most like all the time it is something wrong, but it's not like I'm ready to talk about it at that point. You know. So for me, it's like I have to get better with that because I'll be like, "No, it's nothing really wrong or whatever." Yes, it is. I see your face. You you're not enjoying yourself. You you know, and I'll just be like, "Well, I didn't like when this happened, or I didn't like when that happened." So it's like uh, she she like she knows I like piece it out of me, but uh, at the same time I'm like I'm never ready to talk about it. <laughs> Maybe like give me like another day and I'll tell you. <laughs> I can't stand you, and it's not that I can't stand you, but Elaine is the same exact goddamn way. Mm-hmm. And it pisses me off. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're like, well, when I was five. Huh? <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Like literally, something happened over the weekend. We had a miscommunication and like. I got all type of fuck yous and all that other stuff, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And, okay, not literally, but you get what I'm mm-hmm, saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the next day, you know, they hit me with, she hit me with the, so basically what I was thinking yesterday is like, what? Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Like, I mean, it's how I'm like on pins and needles, like, just don't piss her off again because she's already pissed. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the very next day, she's like, later in the day, like, you know, I just think it's crazy how, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and we had a grown ass conversation about you know the whole matter or whatever but um me i'm i'm like right there, i'm direct i'm like this is this is it like mm-hmm. i have no issues saying whatever it is that's on my mind mm-hmm. and i think that's part of my issue mm-hmm. is that as even as a black man even mm-hmm. like i have no problem telling people something like something stupid okay like that i think that's stupid <laughs> <laughs> like period <laughs> Like I'll be in a meeting and like with managers and wow. such, and I'll be like, "No, I think that's stupid." <laughs> like I have no filter, and sometimes I realize that I probably need to like exercise that filter, but I don't. And it's not that I don't care, yeah, I know. or I think I know more than somebody. Mm-hmm. But if I really, th- if I don't see, the, I, I, I will legit try to understand every situation. But if I think that shit's stupid, like that shit's stupid, like period. <laughs> I'm just laughing because <laughs> I've been in I've been in those meetings where managers have said that, and I'm just like, well, not not to me, but I've been like sitting at the table or whatever, and I'm just like, wow, like <laughs> I think I wouldn't want to have I would never come to another one of these meetings again if somebody said that to me. <laughs> you know, I'll feel like kind of low, but well, and again, it's not that you're stupid mm-hmm. because I know people that be like you're stupid, mm-hmm. but like I I legit I think something's a really bad idea, like I think that's just. Stupid, <laughs> and that's it. And you know, I, I I try not to come across as a know-it-all person, but mm-hmm. I will let you know if something's stupid or not because mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So, oh. see, as you can tell, I talk too damn much. <laughs> I got a a couple of discussion questions. Sure, you want me to go for it. I mean, yeah. All right, you know, I know before we touched on um like the fact, and we had like the article and research that said. Like black men um tend to only vent to like their barbers. Yeah. Um so I guess like 
besides like your barber, who would be like the other person or persons that you feel comfortable enough to vent to? Honestly, mm-hmm. truthfully, okay, mm-hmm. it would be you, but you don't answer your damn phone. That's not true. Bo- boy, <laughs> boy, <laughs> that's not true. Boy, <laughs> boy, you Facetime me today at work, and I was I was still at work. So what? I couldn't answer. <laughs> <Who's> the answer. <laughs> That's your problem. My you don't new, answer the phone when I call. My new supervisor sits like two cubes away from me, and then like tell them you said hi. Our manager sits like two cubes from me, so it's like I'm in the middle of like this, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was trying to. I when I try to text, <laughs> you take all day to respond. That was funny last night. You, I apologize for that. No, they, see, you talking <laughs> about last night. I'm like, I'm pulling to you. I'm talking like the last like several months. <laughs> it's so. I have a good selection of people. Like, so if something happens, like, more than likely what's going to happen is I'm going to scroll through my call log, and then my wife's not going to be available, and then I'm going to be like, all right, well, my, who are my closest friends? And, like, I got, like, a legit, like, three people, three of my bros that I would just call mm-hmm. after y'all had answer the phone. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and typically I'll, I'll get them... If I don't get them, like, after I've called them once, mm-hmm. I'll skip to the very next person because I need to say this shit. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy. I, yeah, it's, like, a natural phenomenon. Yeah. Or, like, I'll call my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she's literally been there for, like, all of the things that mm-hmm. I've been through. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and typically she's, like, after my wife, she's, like, the very next person I call because mm-hmm. on certain things. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, hey, guess what? But I know she's not gonna answer the phone, okay. and she's gonna call back like three days later. Okay, you know she's better than you, but you know, <laughs> that happens. And that's real bad. Even three days is right. Yeah, <laughs> and she'd be like, "Hi," I'm like, "Oh, hey, how are you?" <laughs> but um, I got I got a few people, but um, I don't really have the issue of quote unquote keeping things in because I feel as if like certain things that work. Mm-hmm. If I don't do it right here and now, I'm going to forget about it. I'm going to just let it linger and just. And it's gonna be reminded of it. I'm like, God damn it, I forgot it like five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. in my head and on my heart. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, like my issue is like I don't necessarily <laughs> like I don't I don't like I try not to like hold on to stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's got me in trouble too. Mm-hmm. Like, like like in my life and stuff. So you ever um, hold on to stuff with us? No. You sure? I'm sure. Positive. I'm positive. You 100% sure. I have no malice in my heart. No, no nothing in my heart. You got to have malice as a whole some shit, man. I have, like, nothing. Okay. Like, like when, I, when I see Richard, I just put a smile on my face because I know it's about to be some funny stuff. <laughs> it's about to be With the sick. bullshit commence. <laughs> about to say some bullshit. <laughs> but um, I, ha- I have the issue where, um, you know, people always talk about, like, what, what's your toxic trait? So, like, the toxic trait where people say they turn everything into a joke. Like, that's me. You know. So it's not like I actually, like, oh, man, that made me so mad. Like, I got to go get this out. I got to talk to somebody. It's more so, like, you know what's funny about what just happened? <laughs> and it's like I turned into, like, this, like, funny story or whatever I told my wife about. Like, somebody just died. Why are you making a joke? Right <laughs> well, not, not that. <laughs> I did see, like, so, like, there's a show on Netflix with Jerry Seinfeld called, like, Getting Coffee, Riding in Cars with Comedians or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he made that a joke. So, like. He was sitting out with Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was like, yeah, comedians, you know, we're comedians. We make jokes out of everything. We see the humor and everything. Yeah. And so then uh, Jerry Seinfeld was like, yeah, even when, like, somebody had died, they were like, such and such passed away. 
And Seinfeld was like, well, that was enough of him anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> I love you like Seinfeld. He was hilarious. <laughs> but um, uh, he wasn't trash, was he? I don't think Seinfeld was trash, was he? As far as what? You know how you always assess things like, mm -hmm. for example, and this is going to sound really fucked up, okay. but whatever. Like, have you ever heard, like, a really good thing about somebody that's not black? Yeah. And then you go, like, were they racist or trash? Okay. And then you say yes or no, mm -hmm. and that judges how I feel about them the okay. rest of my life. Okay. Like, yeah. period. Well, I'm, I saw this one clip where I was like, he's cool, because, like, I think it was, like, him, Chris Rock, and some other, like, white comedian. Um, and they were, like, discussing the N-word in comedy, mm -hmm. and, like, Chris Rock was saying it. Like right there in the discussion, and then the other white comedian, I forget the guy's name, is, is the redhead guy who got in trouble with the Me Too people. Um, uh, he had a show on FX, I can't think of his name. It's okay, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I like comedy a lot, that's why I joke a lot. But like, <laughs> so like Seinfeld sitting there, like, no, like, I'm not gonna say it. Like, like, why are you, why are you using it so freely? And, and Chris Rock basically said, like, people could use it. And Jerry Seinfeld was like, no, I don't agree with that. And I was like, you know what? I like Jerry. <laughs> See, I'm a strong believer. You can do whatever you want in this world. Mm -hmm. There's consequences, though. Yeah. Like, if you over on this side of town, you can say that if you want to. Mm -hmm. We reserve the right to fuck you up. <laughs> and that's just period. I mean, Always. <laughs> I remember I was in middle school, and this one kid was like, what happens if I say the N-word? I was like, what do you mean? What, happens? what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Why would you even do that? Yeah. And he was just like, you, you, you know, would you get mad? Just like, well, why would you even do it to begin with? Like, why are you doing it? You're trying to talk him off the ledge. <laughs> like, don't do this. Please don't do this. And so he said it, and I just smacked the shit out of him. I was like, all in eighth grade smacking the shit out of people for saying the N word. And I was just like, damn, I smacked the shit out of this dude for saying the N word. I did not feel bad at all, by the way. But yeah. looking back, I'm like, all right, maybe I should have, like, nah, I slept shit up. I, I had no remorse. I'm say, you look him up on Facebook, apologize to him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Remember that time I slapped the shit out of you for saying the N word? <laughs> yeah, man. Just, it's just certain things. Just don't do certain things. It's yeah. okay. It's okay not to do certain things. Mm -hmm. Regardless if you feel privileged or not to do it, but <laughs> whatever. Proceed. I'm sorry. I wanted to nah, tangent cool. shit. No, that's cool. I'm just, I'm just looking through the list of questions. Mm -hmm. But, um, so like, as, as you know, they have this, this saying where they say, like, kids, they can sense, like, who's good and who's bad mm -hmm. know, as a person and stuff like that. So, like, as a kid, Dog, did you have... that's my wife, but anyway. <laughs> like, when you were a kid or when you were younger, not necessarily, like, a kid, like, five or six, but I guess, like, anytime like, under the age of, like, being a, an adult or being responsible for yourself, did you have, like, anybody that you could, like, talk to about anything? Did I have anybody I could talk to about anything when I was younger? Yeah. You know, I feel like either they're still around now or I had them for a season. Okay. So I'm going to answer that as yes mm -hmm. on all sides of it. Mm -hmm. um, some of those people, like, you know, you had, I had like one of my best friends growing up. Like, we used to talk about every goddamn thing. Mm -hmm. Like, like we was literally on the phone together, like, <laughs> the very, like, the night that the Pistons won the championship. Like, okay. I was like, oh, my God, we won. Yeah. Or, like, Oh my god, power just coming on. We're like, mm -hmm. oh my god, something. <laughs> and like every other weekend, we'd be hanging out together. Like that's just that was just my guy. Mm -hmm. Um, so that whole thing fell apart. But that's for other reasons. Like mm -hmm. some bullshit happened. Mm -hmm. But um, and then I would say one of my like closest like cousins slash my brother. Mm -hmm. Um. 
Yeah, my closest, yeah, my closest like cousin slash brother. Like we would literally do everything together. Like there are pictures when we was like little like four year olds planting a dang on fish bucket of like these uh <laughs> these minnows and stuff. Like we would literally do everything together. Mm-hmm. Like period, mm-hmm. period. <laughs> Sleep the same damn bed. Don't touch my feet. I won't touch yours. Yep. <laughs> that type of crap. Like uh-huh. that was just my guy and. You know, this is one of the strange things that when you grow into manhood, certain things you just don't do because you think it's childish. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you don't have those same conversations with them. And sometimes you grow apart. So, um, so yeah. So, some of those people I just don't even, like, Mm -hmm. I literally don't even talk to anymore. And it's really scary. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, how can you be joined to the hip with somebody and now all of a sudden you just don't talk to them? Yeah. So... Yeah. But yeah, other than that, it was my oldest sister slash cousin. Like, she mm-hmm. still gets on my damn nerves to this day, and vice versa. But mm-hmm. anything that happens, mm-hmm. I don't care if my mama, if I cuss out my mama, she cuss me <laughs> out, or she into it, or her mom, or whatever, blah, blah. blah. The mm-hmm. first, the very next person's calling is me and her are gonna be on the phone. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. That's cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I know for me, it was like, I always felt like I didn't have. Like, even though I had, like, a good family, I just felt like I didn't have anybody to talk to about certain stuff. So, like, mm. when I when I did get older, probably, like, you know, around, like, the age of, like, puberty and stuff, it's, like, when I really, really, like, made, like, a lot of friends or, like, a lot of, like, guys and stuff like that because it was just, like, they knew more about stuff than I did because they were, like, I don't want to say they were street, but, like, <laughs> but, like, but, like, me, like, me growing up, I was, I was always in church all the time, so... Um, you were in the street. You was in the church. Obviously. Yeah, so it, it was just like you know you don't have a certain conversations in church. Like you weren't talking about girls in church. You wasn't talking about like it depends on the church you went to. I guess so. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you go to Kanye church, yeah. I mean, like <laughs> I don't know what happens in Kanye's Sunday service stuff, but apparently it's a musical experience that's you know, like no other. But I just don't know if I'm looking at this zombie of Kanye. And I don't know if I trust him or not. So yeah, that's the. Uh, what was it from us? They had the um, the tethered. I was like the tethered Kanye. Mm, you never saw us. No. Oh, okay. Trash me. Okay. It's okay. Any, anyway, <laughs> well, like when I, when, I was, <laughs> when I was when I was when I when I was growing up though, it's like you know I'm I'm my mom's only son, so I didn't have brothers. All my cousins, all my guy cousins are older than me. So yeah. it was like when I had like sixth or seventh grade, it was just like the dudes who were my friends then. Like I still keep in contact with them on Facebook. And they'll probably never know, like, why, like, I'm so, like, I always be like, middle school is, like, my favorite time. Middle school is, like, my favorite Man, part I of life. I fucking hated middle school. My <laughs> God. <laughs> but for me. That triggered me when you said middle school. <laughs> but for me, it was just, like, that's when I, that's when I actually found out, like, what the East Side was about. Because people was doing stuff that Same they weren't supposed to do. Same and then, like, that's when they were, like. Like, you know, I do I mean, you don't get no girls and all that stuff. Shit, I did so, not. <laughs> so, so around, I was telling my exact age and shit. Like, I was getting no play at all. But, like, around, like, <laughs> sixth or seventh grade, it's like, I, I had friends, and they were like, you know, teach me this stuff. Like, because I was just, like, this, like, church kid, and I didn't really know nothing about mm, nothing no about play. that stuff. So, it was like, yeah, I, could, I, could, I listen to rap music, and I know what words are. I know stuff like this, but I wasn't interacting in it until, like, they put me on it. Yeah. So, I feel like. That was when I was just like, that was the first time I had experience of saying like, yeah, like these dudes I could talk to. You know, and so I had those experiences and I think that's what happened. So you have some people that live out these rap lyrics and shit. Mm. 
He was like, like I think it was around that age, like maybe 12, 13. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, 50 Cent, you know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you a pop tart, sweetheart, you soft in the middle. <laughs> Eat for breakfast and watch with the chance for your necklace. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, that show was great lyrically, but I'm not doing none of that shit. Like, right, right. I, I wasn't on some 50 Cent back down stuff. Like, I was, like, that was great, but now I get back to these books, right? Mm-hmm. And. I think that's where the divide came from. Like, who were my real friends mm-hmm. and who wasn't? Okay. Because everybody was doing dumb shit, and I realized that I had no issue being like to myself. Mm-hmm. And I would literally go back to my room at home, mm-hmm. either play video games <laughs> or listen to music and like draw and like all this other stuff. And that was really it. Like, mm-hmm. everybody else was out in the street just doing dumb stuff, and like, I don't believe in that, so I'm gonna go home. Mm-hmm. Period. And yeah. it wasn't that I was all wrapped up in a church, mm-hmm. but I had enough belief like, hey, that ain't right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the things that, that made it, uh, that, like, allowed me to have that escape to, like, not enter, like, all the crazy stuff that, like, they were, like, you know, teaching me about and all that was that the middle school I went to wasn't, like, in my neighborhood. Mm. It's like, I live in, you know, by Osborne. My middle school is by King. So I was like, I would go there, go to school, be a part of like all the you know silly stuff, ratchet stuff, whatever that was happening, and then be able to just like go home. But like for other people who went there, it's like no, nah, that was their neighborhood, so they was a part of it all day and night. So the only ratchet thing I was involved with was what was going on in the lunchroom. Yeah, because in the classroom I was always just so focused, and nobody else was focused in the school. Mm-hmm. It's like I get these grades because if I take these trash grades home, mom was gonna kill me. Mm-hmm. And all this is easy, so I'm gonna just get these A's real quick. Mm-hmm. And at lunchtime, it was just they were just like, "I would have never thought this about you." I'm like, "Yeah." And I passed the wings, like, <laughs> "Let's get it popping." Y'all, like, y'all had wings. <laughs> well, high school, not oh, middle okay, school. Okay, we okay, had yeah, shit yeah, in middle yeah, school. Yeah. Cool. I don't last. I don't, know, I don't really remember lunch from middle school. I, I was at like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Eighth grade, I left the current middle schools I was at, and I went to live in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And now, granted, it was a very mixed crowd, but mm-hmm. that was like my first experience of like, you know, like culture shock, if you will. Mm-hmm. But like, I played football. That was the first time I ever played like organized. Well, second time. Mm-hmm. That was like a real organized sport that I ever played, and I was good at. Mm-hmm. And I mean, people knew me because mm-hmm. either I was so and so's cousin, or like. I don't know. I guess I was cute or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people thought I was cute. I didn't know what that <laughs> meant, but apparently if you play football or something, you get fit and okay. girls like, oh, you get it. You get it. <laughs> like, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> y'all want some comedy or what? Like, <laughs> period. So. And you talk about culture shock. Like, my culture shock came when I went to cast because I remember ninth grade. Oh, yeah. I like. Can- I know where this is going. What? <laughs> no, I, I remember, like, somebody had said something that was like that. Like, they, somebody was arguing with somebody else in the hallway. Like, two dudes was arguing. Mm. And um, the one dude said something that I thought was, like, really foul. Like, I'm like, you got to handle that. Like, dude just said something. Like, I don't care what the rules is here about fighting. Like, you got to fight that man. And, um, yeah, and um, I'm sitting there in the hallway, like, because I'm getting something on my locker, I think, at the time, trying to switch books. And, like. Dudes walked away from each other. And I was like, yo, this is not where I come from. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, in middle school, like, for instance, like, 
I remember in middle school, like, people used to threaten you every day. Like, I ain't going to say every day, but I remember in my life, like, people was like, oh, I'm going to shoot you. Like, I remember people telling me in that. In middle school? Yes. <laughs> I remember hearing Boy, that. Boy, <laughs> what? A BB gun? Like, what do you like, mean? Man, I remember people telling me that at least, like, twice in middle school. Oh, my God. I was on, like, crazy stuff. So, like, when when that happened, I was like, yo, are they just going to walk away and lay down on the table? Like, how you going to co- how you gonna coexist in a school with this man that said that to you? I mean, if somebody say it's gonna shoot me, <laughs> I probably ain't gonna do shit. You want some too, old man? No. <laughs> like, I mean, I didn't do nothing because <laughs> I knew they was about it. But, <laughs> but I mean, like, like oh. being, being in that environment in high school, I was like, mm, this is this is a really this is a really nice school. Like, <laughs> but then again, I went to middle school. Some people had legit like had access to guns, and that scared the shit out of me. That's so. what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's that level of uncertainty. Like, I did not hang around those crowds because I was like, eh, fuck that. I'm mm-hmm. straight. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah, back, back to the discussion topics. Yeah, man. We but, all uh, tangent and shit. <laughs> but, like, I know you said, like, you have certain people who um who you vent to. Like, mm-hmm. how, how did they, like, I guess, like, gain, like, your trust and, like, uh, build a comfort level with you for you to be, like, able to just, like, sit down and have a one-on-one with them? They were just always around. Okay. Like, they were always just available. Like, they'd never told me, like, I don't want to talk to you about anything you're going through. It was okay. just, they were just there. Uh-huh. Like, I, yeah. Like, even my mother, like, up to a certain day and time, like, I would literally go to my mother with anything I was going through. Uh-huh. Um, Like, anything I actually had a question for her about, like, I had no problem asking any questions about. Because we just had that open dialogue. Uh-huh. Um. But really, for me, once you break that circle of trust, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I truly do think it's a cancer in me, mm-hmm. because like if you break that circle of trust, I don't want to talk to you ever. Okay. Like period. <clears throat> like don't call me. Don't text me. Ain't don't. no coming back. No, Dang. it's a wrap. <laughs> like very seldomly. Okay. Like we gotta have like a grown ass discussion for me to even consider it. Mm-hmm. But like once I see that I can't trust you with a certain thing, I'm not gonna fuck with you. I'm just not gonna talk to you. Mm-hmm. Like I have family members like that now. Mm-hmm. I used to feel bad about it mm-hmm. because I'm like it's family, it's family, it's family. Mm-hmm. And then I realized every time I talk to them, it's messy, and mm-hmm. I was like, nope, yeah. not doing it. I refuse. I don't care if mm-hmm. you're my mother or father. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. I used to be one of those people that used to say that too. Like, man, that's that's my that's my aunt or whatever. That's such and such. Like, I have respect for them, but it's like, as you get older, it's more. Like, I don't have to deal with that because if I do deal with that, then it just messes up my clarity. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting to that point now too, where I'm embracing that. But um, I mean, like, me venting to people, I feel like only person. How should I say it? When you answer your phone. <laughs> I never answer my phone. There, <laughs> Let's there. just be honest. <laughs> I hate talking on the phone. But um There it is. But you haven't called me this week though, so that's not fair for you. I just called you today. What are you talking about? That was a FaceTime call. And that, I was at was work. it a call? I'm, I'm supposed to be on the video like this and <laughs> working on Microsoft Word and stuff. But um multitask. Get your life. <laughs> but I mean, I always feel comfortable. Um, like when people give me like the time to come to them with like whatever I want to speak about, uh-huh. I don't always like. I think I touched on that earlier. Like I don't really like you know people like 
peeling stuff, peeling onion layers and stuff off of me and then getting me to talk about it. I like it where it's like I've let it mellowed out because now I can actually look at it from a true perspective rather than me being inside of it still and, and not knowing, like, how to deal with it. So anybody who allows me to just, like, talk about it, like, on my own terms is something that I appreciate and that's someone I've been to. That's interesting. Yeah. I noticed that about you, too. Yeah. But it's also because I think because, like, your birthday and my wife's birthday is, like, days apart, I think. <laughs> the Aquarius thing? <laughs> uh, not so much Aquarius. I think it's a like January thing. Cause I swear to God, like, okay. cause our birthday is way earlier in January. It's later. But yeah. I was just like, dog, like, uh, <laughs> here we go with this again. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I'm all about allowing people to have those spaces because one of the biggest issues just with being a black man, if you will, is we don't have a lot of safe spaces. Mm-hmm. It's either mentally that we just like, oh, I can't talk about that because I'm a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want anybody to see me mm-hmm. weak, whatever. Which I struggle with a lot because I know that I'm not this quote-unquote tough macho dude. Uh-huh. I'm a protector, but I'm not like a fighter, if you will. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like... You're not gonna proactively be a headbuster. Yeah, yeah. But I will beat your ass. <laughs> Period. You yeah. hit me, and I feel like that should hurt, uh-huh. or you embarrass me on my pride. I'm beating your ass, <laughs> and that's it. Uh-huh. No, no comebacks. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We can be at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna take it there? <laughs> I'm gonna find a way to destroy your life. Like, I really am. Um, my, my issue. That I noticed with um like you say like like you strong or whatever. My issue that I've been finding out since I've been working at my uh my new workplace is like I'll have an issue just like on a project and then I'll try to figure it out and then I have my one on one meeting and my manager will be like, Why didn't you come to me with that? And I'll be like, Well, I was trying to figure it out. Like I asked these questions, I spoke to these people, and she was like, I could have just pointed you to the person that had the answer. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like that happened to me probably like within like, I started in April, so it happened to me probably like three or four times from like April until even up until like this past August, <laughs> and then it's like now, I have like because I went from like us having like monthly sessions, I was like you know what we need to have weekly sessions, <laughs> we need to talk about this stuff. Like I'm not trying to like have three weeks go by and then you'd be like well, well the last three weeks you've just been asking these questions and doing this and you can spend your tires in the mud like you yeah. just come to me and ask me so that's that's one thing that i've been getting better at is like being able to like because because for me it's like if i if i feel like i have an issue i feel like if i come to somebody with the issue and it's unsolved it's like i'm just bringing them a problem and it's just like well what have you done on this problem like that's the environment that i came from like working on like automotive yeah and i was more like no bring that issue to the table and we can collaborate on it i know where you can go get help from so mm-hmm. It's, I, I, sp- I spoke to her about that too. I was like, well, this is my environment that I came from. <laughs> and it's like, you put me into like this whole new like safe space. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not used to this at work. I'm yeah. used to being accused of stuff. So it's like, I'm always on the defensive whenever I was doing stuff. But now it's more like, yo, I have an issue. I'm going to raise my hand. I'm going to send the email to her. I'm going to let her know like, yo, I'm going to schedule this half an hour meeting so we can talk about what just happened. So yeah. I'm getting better with that. Yeah. My biggest thing is I always try to solve the problems first. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's sometimes a very dangerous thing <laughs> to do. But I legit try to solve the problem. So I come to a person or situation mm-hmm. with a solution in mind. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, hey, this is an issue I'm having. 
This is how I think I should solve it. Mm-hmm. Am I thinking about this the right way? Okay. And because a lot of what, a lot of my work stuff is more so like, what did you try first? You okay. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but even like in, and I try to practice that like with the relationships I have with my wife, with my friends and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, unless I'm completely just stuck, like mm-hmm. stuck in the mud. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be like, hey, it's a problem I'm having. So I'm thinking, what did you think? Mm-hmm. And it took a long time for me to get there because I, I didn't know the answer. I would just sleep that junk under the rug and be like, nobody's going to find this shit here. <laughs> but you see that big ass hump yep. under the carpet. <laughs> so you know some shit's up. Um, or you lie about it. Like, yeah, I washed them dishes. <laughs> like, no, you didn't. This dish is obviously in the sink. Why you lie to me? It's like, mm-hmm. uh, because I didn't think you was going to go in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? So. But I think that just comes from you don't want to quote unquote look weak, mm-hmm. um, you know just just growing up in today's society like, and even like this side of town, mm-hmm. you know you never want to be caught not knowing where you at or not knowing what you're doing because mm-hmm. people will literally take advantage of that, right? And and I think that just as a man like you don't want people to take advantage of you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and. I guess I would even point it at just being, you know, that all or nothing type person. Mm-hmm. Because if I give you my rawest emotion of like, this is who I am, this is what I am. Mm-hmm. Like, even to the point where I feel like I can let whatever that emotion is go. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if you, you break that, that bond, I won't talk to you. Okay. And I think that that's a very important thing that just many men need to realize. Like, and that's what I try to be cognizant of when I have like, you know, conversations with other like young men. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, listen, if you just gotta talk. Yep. Just let me know. Mm-hmm. I, I I'll be that ear. I'll I'll ask if you want my advice, mm-hmm. or ask if you just want me to be that hearing ear. Okay. And I find that to be somewhat more effective than anything, mm-hmm. because. I think the other part is actually holding that, holding that up, okay. because <laughs> sometimes when you tell people like, "Hey, I'm here for you. I'll listen to you," mm-hmm. and then they just be like, "Well, this, then the third, and everything," and it's just like, uh, oh, "God <laughs> damn, I didn't sign up for this." <laughs> that was actually my last discussion question. Like, what is the proper way for like somebody to, like listen to someone else vent to them? You know, like I said, I, I will say that it's making. It's okay to share, but and I, and I try to practice this too at home. It's just like, don't get to the point where I, I try to be mindful of other people's mental capacity. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I think they're stupid or anything, mm-hmm. but I want to take into account that we everyone is like, like we we truly operate in the information the technology age, mm-hmm. where information is at your disposal. We're absorbing a lot of different things. Yep. Like in your brain. And I like to operate that brain as like a sponge. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to take the little bit of water capacity <laughs> in your sponge just for some bullshit that I probably could have waited. Mm-hmm. That when you, you know, get yourself situated, you can take on whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I may ask if it's okay to talk, but like I, I just try to be cognizant of other people's like mental capacities these days because. Life is stressful. Mm-hmm. Like, every damn day 
it's something different. Mm-hmm. And I literally go into every day like, all right, today is going to be positive vibes as much as I can control. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let nobody's bullshit get to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just go about this day and just be positive. Like, I'm not going to worry about what so-and-so is saying or how trash this person is at their job or, mm-hmm. like, you know, if so-and-so is mad at me about what. I'm just going to be the most positive person I can be mm-hmm. instead of a negative Nancy, if you will. Okay. And you really got to really kind of start that way. Whatever you use to just maintain your positive aura, like just keep that going in mm-hmm. so that later on, you know, the smallest thing doesn't tick you off. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, drop the penny. <laughs> I wanted that penny's <laughs> under the desk. And I can't reach it. My day is over. <laughs> Like, no, you need to calm down, bro. <laughs> but, no, I, not, again, I try to be mindful of what everybody else is going through because you're not the only person going through something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I, I try. I, I legit try. Dope. It rarely works at times, <laughs> but I legit try okay. because I don't want somebody dumping on me everything that they're going through every single time because mm-hmm. that shit's draining. Okay. That part. That part. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I mean, what's the proper way? Yeah, what do you think the proper way is? <clears throat> I mean, like... What does Jarrell say? Like, I learned this. Like, it's always going back to marriage for me. But I learned this from, like, you know, being married is that and when my wife is, like, speaking to me about certain things and, like, let me know, like, how stuff went, it's not that she's always looking for, like, a solution. Like, to me, it was just, like, I don't know if it's just, like, a study engineering or it's, like, you always got to find what X equals. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, okay, like, you came to me, you spoke to me about this, this, and this. What's the problem? How do we solve it? <laughs> and he's, like, dude, like, <laughs> I'm just telling you, like, how messed up something is. I didn't want yeah. a solution. I just wanted you to listen. I was, like, oh. So I was just say, I learned that, like, like listen without trying to find uh, a solution for somebody. Listen without trying to, like, pass a judgment or, like, Listen without trying to give advice. Like just let that person talk. Yeah. yeah. And I struggle with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> again, I think you just need to learn how to shut the hell up sometimes. <laughs> like, period. Like, even from doing this podcast to just nah. other things, I'm just like, I need to just learn when to just shut up and nah, listen. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I will say so. I will say that listening is definitely a listening. Is a compliment and a commitment. Mm-hmm. If you truly demonstrate the skills to listen, you make others around you feel confident in you. I've noticed that. Like, you know, listen intentionally, not just like, oh, you said the sky is blue. Got it. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, legit, listen, comprehend what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. you can listen to somebody all day, but if you don't comprehend what they're saying, then you're wasting your time. Like that communication piece. It's it's a communication it's a communication skill to be able to listen to somebody. Okay, that's I thought effective communication one on one. Boom. What was the two things you said? You said confidence, a compliment, and a commitment. Compliment and a commitment. Absolutely. All right. Learned that in 20, 2012, actually. Okay. That's <sighs> a stressful year. Well, <laughs> 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 no, nah, man. I mean. I just think as as black men in general, just to wrap things up, is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, we got to learn. I think we got to be willing to listen to one another uh-huh. about our struggles and issues because um, I think it's funny that you relied on marriage to learn some of these, skill, some of these skill sets mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. 
they often say that no one understands a black man more than a black woman. Hmm. No matter if you marry them or not. And I think it's so true because, you know, who else will understand that, if not with more greater detail, Mm -hmm. than somebody that's also black, right? Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, she's a woman. So she has, like, double, maybe even triple the issues that you go through. Just true. You know, from... Mm from pay gaps to um, just microaggressions to mm-hmm. mansplanations, mm-hmm. Um, all the different type of bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that that, that it is a thing. Mansp- mansplaining is a thing. Yep, we're we going to talk about that another day. <laughs> That's the next episode. I don't, you know, it depends what we get on that. I'm all, a, right, all right. Got some connects. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, nah, I mean, we, 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 just, we, we need to start with each other because – you know, we should be able to have those discussions and, like, you know, hey, bro, it's okay. Like, I feel you okay. without judging because we already got issues with, you know, white men or other men, like, or other races just in general just judging, judging us just because, mm-hmm. you know, we're supposed to be, you know, supposed to man up. Yeah. But, again, when you ask how, they'd be like, mm, oh, no. pisses me off. So, yeah, that's how I feel about that. Mm-mm. I said all I could say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So at the end of the day, I mean, if we wouldn't leave y'all with anything else, just hope you take some gems for this conversation. Um, you know, man up does not mean just be a man. Like there there's levels to this. Like you need to like understand just how to be a decent human being and mm-hmm. you know, be willing to help others and you know, listen to others. Cause they could use your help in other yep. things. Mm-hmm. All that. Yep. So I'm not going to ramble and talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's fall. So it's fall season is all about like, they say it's cuffing season. I don't care about that shit these days. But mm-hmm. uh, for those that do, <laughs> uh, I hope that your cuffing season is very successful. Um, hope that you stay warm this season. <laughs> and don't be out here dangling with just too many people because it gets darker early and, you know. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be safe in these streets. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna stay warm, you should get some merch. Mm. How about that segue? I like that. <laughs> so, I'm definitely gonna get my crew, not my crew neck game up right now. Mm-hmm. I always try to get at least two or three new crew necks every fall. Okay, it's time to start planning them. Apple orchard visits, the cider mm-hmm. mill visits. Mm-hmm. I don't really fuck with the apple orchard as much as I fuck with the cider mill. I got you. So I want the hard cider. Yeah. And the uh, cider slushies. See, I'm a, the donuts is my weakness. Obviously, we don't. Somebody, <laughs> we're not getting to that. Yeah, but yeah. So, um, yeah. So make sure y'all stay tuned. To everything we got going on. Um, we are approaching the end of the third quarter of the year. Mm-hmm. Getting to the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. All the favorite sports are kicking back up, like college football <laughs> and NBA basketball. Yeah. See, I didn't say NFL. Yeah, you um, did. You know, I'm. I like the Lions, but damn, I just gotta do it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so <laughs> all that being said, uh, I don't know. What you got for the people, man? Any last things before we get out of here? If you know a black man, let the black man talk. Listen to him. Let him vent. That's fair. Yep. That is the black man can. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with all that being said, um, make sure you tune in. Check us out on on the interwebs. Um, on Instagrams, the Facebooks, Twitters to interact with us, kick it with us. 
Let us know what you guys are thinking about the podcast. Check out the website at www.mentalmatterspod.com. Mm-hmm. And we're on iHeart, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Spotify. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we made it. Yeah. So with that being said, we love you guys. Stay up and, you know, make sure you moisturize and drink your water, man. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs>